G'day everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of End of the Real. With me is my co-host Ethan. Hi. And I am your host Jared. Ethan, today we did a fantastic movie. It is of one of my favourite stars. Let's just face it, he he's probably the most... Let's say he's the most popular. He's the biggest. He's the biggest name well, in bad movies. He's your favorite, that's for sure. Oh no, bad I, movies. A hundred percent. When Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. is he a bad actor or a good actor? It's a question that have set, has sent people insane. Yeah, and I know we've talked about this before, but yeah, uh, what's that movie we watched? Marley and Me? No, Mandy. Mandy. Mandy is a movie where he's brilliant in. Yeah, like truly is brilliant in. There's a few other movies that he's brilliant well, like in. The Rock. And this is also probably a movie that they talk about as like... What's the airplane one? Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> um, the one where everyone's gone? No. <laughs> no, 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 not that one. I'm not sure which one uh, you're talking the pr- the about. The one where they're in the prison plane. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's Face Off and there's also uh, Con anyway, Air. We're Con not- Air. Con Air, that's yes. it, yeah. Well, yeah. We- we're doing Vampire's Kiss. Now, yeah, that's- but that's what I'm trying to say, though. Nicolas Cage is a quite a famous actor, and sure. he's famous for being extravagant. Let's let's just leave it extravagant before we go good or bad, right? Awesome. When I bring up like good bad movies to people and all that stuff, people will I would say if they're not like into the good bad scene, they will say Nick Cage and they will pick a Nick Cage movie, and I think that's perfectly acceptable. I love those movies for a lot of reasons, but I think I think he is the most mainstream and the most like the actual popular uh, good bad actor. Yeah, when I think guess. Of so Vampire's Kiss is a very early film for him. Not sure which one it is, how early. But uh, ooh, what year was it made? Totally forgetting. No idea. It, I know it 19... came out before... Um... I think it's like 1976, 1978, because I it, think... It came out before American Psycho. I know, because we looked it up, because we are like, is this in some way related to American Psycho? Because mm. there are so many similarities between these two films. Yeah. Uh, and apparently this Vampire's Kiss came out before it. It almost feels like it's a parody of American Psycho. It does. It's sort of the poor man's American Psycho. No, it's the fun American Psycho. It's the fun American... Because, look, I do love American Psycho, but... And apparently Christian Bale did... Uh, this is just going off IMBD tri- trivia. Uh, Christian Bale did, like, base his uh, performance off... Nicolas Cage's character in this. And there are a few interviews with the writer of... American Psycho because the well the movie came out I think 10, 10 years or something later but the book only came out like two years later after this movie and there's a there people have asked the writer and the writer because there are similarities like there's oh, the yeah. whole thing where it's this businessman who's like very uh, into pretense and he's like falling apart mentally is it real is it fake well it's is that whole thing people? yeah it's that whole thing of being in new york and trying to like live the new york life of being the man being the businessman the biggest yeah. businessman and like having power and control but oh that that's that's the biggest thing that i saw with this one so american psycho feels like almost like the glorified look of that and i know it is meant to be the crazy guy like living that life of he's the perfect businessman and all that all that sort of jazz but this film like I, I see a lot of people then today be like they use american psycho quotes or they're like yes i'm like patrick bateman i know that's fucking weird because he's not a good person okay but what i'm saying is whenever i see someone doing that i actually just think no they're the american psycho version which is just some middle manager guy who thinks he's top shit but is kind of just yeah. falling apart. Like, I guess the difference would be American Psycho is told almost entirely from 
his perspective. So we don't know what's happening around him, whether it's real or not, whether it's mm. just how he perceives things. Whereas with Vampire's Kiss, you're like, some of it, a lot of it is told from his perspective and you see like vampires and stuff. And then it'll go back and be like, oh no, he's just a crazy man running through the streets. I guess the difference is too that in American Psycho, he he's looking at his other self or himself as like the loser character. Like the loser character, he's such a fucking loser, that guy. Um, that's like him and it, whoops. Anyway, spoilers. All that stuff like that happens in the book and the movie. While in American Psycho, uh, sorry, in Vampires, <laughs> Vampire's Kiss. in Vampires Kiss, he's he's not got a broken character. Like he still no like, I mean, he breaks with thinking he's a vampire, but he's always thinking he's the same person. Yeah, like his reality yes. that he sees is different, but he doesn't think like he's different people. Okay. Yeah. I haven't read the book for. That's just, movie, that's like so. that big, you know. Anyway, let's talk about Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Hell of a movie. It's probably also one of the movies that got him most meme famous. Meme famous. And apparently it is his, fav- his favorite film as well. Favorite film. Yeah. And he pulls out all the stops. Like, it is nonstop Nicolas Cage amazing acting. It At really one point, is. he actually eats a cockroach. Yeah. It's gross. And you said three takes for that. Yeah. So was that the think, same I don't cockroach? I that's three cockroaches. It might just be the same one, but he was like, couldn't do it. Ew. So Leonardo got an Oscar for like eating a fish. Where's Nicolas Cage's for eating uh, a cockroach, which I think would be a lot harder. No, no, because do you remember that uh, who else also tried to do that? Who? Jared Leto in the, in the Suicide Squad. Did he eat? A cockroach? He, yeah, he came to set and was like, no, he, he was like eating raw meat. And he Ugh. was like, oh, look at me. I'm eating raw meat. I'm disgusting. Well, that's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it, like, I don't know. Look, well, why are we criticizing the method anyway. actors? Let's just let them be. But he, he's quite famous for some memes in this movie. Uh, say, uh, you don't say. It's a older meme out there on the net for... You young folks out there, and it's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I don't care about me. Well, the point is, so. though, my point is, though, that this movie is actually quite influential online, uh, even if you don't know it. So yeah. let's go into Vampire's Kiss. Nicolas pa- Cage plays, I think his name is Peter Lowe, and he is this pretentious New York guy who's, like, desperately trying to be, like, more than he is. One of the first things that you'll notice when you're watching it is that he's got this crazy accent. It's it's sort of it's hard to describe. Alpha, why don't you do that? It's like That's, I don't know. It's it's like Keanu Reeves was trying to put on like a really educated British yeah. accent. That's the big yeah. It's yeah, slight it's British. That, it's got that California surfer thing, but with like trying to pretend to be British the whole time. Yeah, and the whole thing is like, oh, he is putting on a voice like this is what his character thinks sounds posh he's trying to sound like more than he is like uh, when he's describing his job to women he's like because he starts uh by uh dating different women he introduces himself by saying oh he works in literature Mm. like he's a writer or something and then you find out oh he's just like runs the accounts at a publishing warehouse sort of thing yeah, and but that's why I love his character so much more because it I really work is in literature. Literature. Yeah. It, it really is what a lot of people like a lot of people when you see them and they're like, Yeah, I'm like the American psycho character. I'm like I'm I'm so successful, I hustle every day, I work out and I yeah, and it's like, you like No, actually... you're 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 fucking Paul from America from Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. You're a loser. He's got kind of a dumpy apartment which has some sort of bat problem. 
He's got, you know, an okay-ish office and he's maybe it's like just, two people working under him. It's all the fake shit in his life. He's all fake. That's yeah. everything. He's just like, oh, yes. He goes to a psychologist and he's like, oh, my life, you know, blah, blah. Because he's got no friends. He doesn't have any friends in this movie. Yeah. Oh, he's kind of pally with some of his co-workers. Yeah, but all the co-workers are dicks. <laughs> yeah, there's some really weird uh, sexual harassment stuff that happens in this movie. That was it's kind good. of eye-opening. It's like watching Mad Men, and you're like, "Oh, did stuff like that really happen?" Uh, but yeah. So we start off, and I think he's coming from a club, or is he at? No, he's at the psychiatrist, psychologist. who he goes to a few times, and I'm not sure if she's real. I think she might be real, but he isn't always there when he's talking to her. No, that's that's correct. Uh, yeah, and, and he, he picked up this girl and he really liked her. But then after they went back to his place, a bat attacked him. Yeah. There's also, there's a lot of weird stuff happening in the background in these films. It, it kind of reminded me of like uh, Twin Peaks where there's like weird stuff happening in the background. Mm-hmm. So it's like as they're trying to get into his apartment, there's just this kid watching them and you keep watching it from his perspective and stuff. That stuff's great though. That like, that's good. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole bit where he's running in and out of his apartment. And there's like a two hour gap between and the whole time there are these two mimes outside of his apartment just doing the same routine over and over again. Yeah, the mimes show up a few times actually. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I don't quite know what they do. They're just mimes <laughs> They're just in New mimes. York. That's what they do. They're Maybe mimes. that's a New Yorkian thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what happens is he brings the girl back, but then they get, well, a bat comes in and he's like, oh, get And he's fighting. He does make some weird noises, actually, oh, fighting yeah. the bat. He's, he's wonderful. Um, so that wasn't just crazy noises from me. That was Nick Cage. He gets the bat out and he's telling the psychiatrist that he's like, oh, yeah, I was like really aroused by the bat. You know, and he was like, yes, it was. Very aroused and exciting. Oh, and she's yeah. like, "Well, you were just in the in the modest of having sex." He's like, "Yes, but there's more." He was, and he's like, "You were aroused by the bat," and he's like, Ugh. "Like that's like <laughs> the first thing of him." Oh, that's right. He was like, "Shoo, shoo!" to the bat. He's trying to tell it to shoo it's and everything. A, his performance is just wonderful. You Fucking know, yeah, love him. Watch we watched it with someone else, and he. Goddamn loved this movie. It's not even movie. a bad movie, really. It's, it's just not. fantastic. It's actually quite... Inter- That's the thing. It really feels... It's not the poor man's American Psycho. It's, yeah. it's the real American Psycho. <laughs> it's like it's the real like version of it, if someone's to go and mm. send me that level. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what then happens is... Uh, I think we have his girlfriend. There's a scene with her. I can't remember. It's all It's all kind of normal. But eventually what happens is he's going to sleep and then what happens is the girl who he was going to have sex with that night she comes in and she bites him on the neck she's a vampire at is that it point her or is it the other chick that turns up no it's her it's the her. one who is the vampire who turns up occasionally no no the one who is a vampire okay yeah. is the girl that he was trying to have sex with at the start then oh, then at the okay. that's why at the end he finds her again in the club and is like, hey. Oh, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But at that point, she's not the vampire thing. Okay. Yeah. And her, and her, her, his girlfriend is totally separate character. His girlfriend's just always his girlfriend. Is she the one from the art gallery? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Girlfriend's got shorter hair. Vampire slash not vampire has long hair. Okay. Yeah. Right. Got it? Yes. Sweet. Well, this is a confusing movie because... Yeah, it is a little it, confusing. Uh, yeah, so he ends up going back to work, and that's where we meet Alva. Oh, wait, he, he had his blood sucked. I just have 
his blood was sucked. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. He gets his blood sucked by something. Uh, by the vampire again. It's not really that important because I'm not sure if it's actually happening or not. Uh, he, yeah, he goes into work and we meet Alva, his long-suffering like. Oh, poor assistant. Alva. She's, she works under him and he wants her to go and find... Some file A contract. For... Yeah. And, and it's it... the contract to this writer's first book mm-hmm. because he wants to frame it. At so first, it's not, it's that, not that bad. This isn't that bad at first. It's kind of a normal request. But you, you start to see what it is that drives him over, over the edge. And it's the contract should have been filed in the proper place. Mm. And it wasn't, and he couldn't find it. And he keeps harping back to this the entire way through the film. The fact that the contract isn't in the right place. Yeah, you just put it in alphabetical. You put it in if the, the file. is there, why isn't it filed properly? You know, it's in alphabetical order. A, B, Well, is C. that where we get that scene? Is yeah. that right after that? No, no, no. We don't get that yet. Okay. There's a few other things. I have, uh, I think there's a scene where he, so he starts going more weird. So, he, you know, at this point he's like, Oliver, can you find the contract? And she's like, oh, yes, sure. And then there's like. Not too scary. I yet. think then he goes to the art gallery. So he goes to the art gallery with his girlfriend and he's looking around. And he's not that interested at this point. And he's like, mm. he just ditches her. Just fucking gets in a car and leaves. And she's mad at him. And he's like, Ugh. I think that's when he's sort of that's feeling he, the vampire. That's when he's starting to turn into a vampire, or at least in his head. Yeah. Just, no, no, I just have quotes in my book. I don't have context. Why have you done that? Yeah, well, fuck you too, sister. <laughs> I don't know what that's do. I can't remember. I was drunk, high, and horny. Fucking grease hole. There's so many just amazing scenes. It's because he he attacks people in the street. Just randomly in the street, he'll start like yelling at people and stuff. Yeah, fantastic. It'll be when he's trying to get stuff. Fuck, man! I need to rewatch this movie. (laughs) You should have rewatched it before we did this again. Oh no! Um, But yeah, but just stick to the main bits. There's so much to talk about. Well, it's mainly him going back to his. Then he goes back to work and everything, and he's like, Elva, did you manage to find it? And she's like, oh, no, sir. You know, I've been Gradually, so busy, I haven't looked. And he's like, Elva, you've got to look for it. And she's like, okay, Elva, I want you to look for it. file, Elva. Yeah. And then there's a few other... He starts to become... He's really obsessed with the file, and like he starts to like really bite I think into then he goes. To, I think then he goes to a psychologist. Yeah, and well, does, it, it happens a few times. Yeah. Gra- gradually with Elva... It, it just builds with the contract and eventually she is so scared of him that uh, she actually like runs into the women's toilet to avoid him and he chases her into it. Oh, that's so good. And he's like shaking her and stuff. That's actually before, well, you missed the meme scene. I'm not, I'm not going in order. You missed the meme scene. No, no, but that's in the meme scene. That's yeah. That's like the third or fourth day. So he does go to a psychologist beforehand, and that's the one where he's like, "It's just alphabetical order. It's simple. A, B, C, D." Still going and on then about the contract. It's the greatest scene. And then the next day is when he goes in, and he goes in, and he's like, "Elva, Elva, where's Elva? the contract?" And then he jumps up on Elva's desk and like points at her, and he's like, "Elva, the contract." And that's when she runs into the bathroom. It's awesome. Uh, and she runs to the bathroom and he's like, Elva, get me out. Like, you know, get the contract. And then this older woman comes out and is like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on in here? Yeah, because everyone else is like, what the hell's going on? Because then we get the, the great the great moment back in uh, the 80s. It's like, oh, my God. Because she's like, oh, 
I'm, I'll sue you for harassment or whatever. It's like, I'm going to talk to the bosses. Then it cuts to uh, Nicolas Cage sitting with, I assume, like his co-workers and bosses. Yeah. And they're just like, and then you chased her into the bathroom. Hilarious. Hilarious. Do you know she actually wanted me to like give her a raise or something just because you tried to sexually assault her? <laughs> they all have a and good chummy laugh. About it's, it. a, it's a good chummy laugh. And they're then like, Alpha, <laughs> uh, Alpha walks in and they're just like, I'm sorry, Alpha. It was a joke. You should have taken it like that. Yeah, it's insane. Well, it's insane. great, though. I mean, it, I guess that's what business was like back then. It's fucking horrible. Get away with that. But that's what makes this that's what makes this movie legitimately good. Yeah, it's actually kind of spooky. Is because it's like, oh yeah, this is like like this is abuse in the workplace. This is probably a very accurate like showing of abuse. I would say yes. The contract isn't important because there's this great bit I think it's before this. Alva comes in and she's just like I'm looking for the contract. I just can't find it. Oh, yeah. I cannot find this contract. And Nicholas Cage is like, well, the, the, the writer who wants it is very important. Oh, he's, he's calling right now. I'm going to answer the phone. And you're going to have to stand there while he chews me out for not and he, and he finding does, that contract. He does call up. He, he answers the phone and you hear the writer and the writer's like, oh, hey, man. Hey, I'm moving anyway. So don't worry about that contract. I mean, it was just like a spare thought. Yeah. Get back to me in like a couple of months after I've moved. If and you he, don't find it, that's fine. Yeah, he's like, don't worry about it. It's, it's really not a big thing. And then Nicholas Cage puts the phone down. He's like, Alpha, you wouldn't believe how angry my favorite kind is right now. This, if you don't find that contract, I'm going to go crazy. This is honestly why it's so much more scary. than it like, feels more real. Because it's <laughs> so much more real. I can believe somebody... Like, I was going to say before, like, oh, maybe it's a bit over the top. Harry jumps up on a desk or, like, chases the person into the bathroom. No, you know what? I'm pretty sure some bosses out there are that psycho and have fucking done this. Mm. So I'm I'm not even going to say that this is extreme. Like, it might be on the extreme end, but I don't think any of this abuse that he does is unrealistic. Mm. I think all of it happens in a workplace. The whole time he's abusing his girlfriend, uh, he's, he's abusing Alva. Every time he seems to be out of work, he's either, like, Trying to contact his girlfriend, or is being visited by this mysterious woman. Well, that's the thing. Tempting him to do things. There's the cuts between. These are the cuts between. This is why it's so. It's a bit hard to remember them in order. Uh, Psychologist, uh, workplace where he's abusing Alva, the vampire chick visiting him, uh, him ditching his girlfriend, him apologizing to his girlfriend, and then ditching her again. Yeah. And then, uh, the other one is him thinking he's a vampire and running around New York doing random shit. Well, that doesn't happen until no, he does. He does. He does other things. He does. He goes to. I've got it here. He goes to the park and he picks up a duck and he just chucks it. Ah, uh, okay. He does little he, he things. He really starts to come apart. He builds up with little things. Anyway, Albert is like pretty freaked out at this point. So because uh, before that, that's he picking up a duck and just throwing it in the park when he just chases a duck. There's just so That's much That's before the cold soup. Wait, is that when he finds the dove? Yeah, dove. Later? It's a dove. That's yeah, yeah. before cold soup. That's before the soup. Oh, man. That's what I mean. He, he has like, he has bits of sanity where he's like, I'm so sorry to his girlfriend. But then he like, uh, what does he ditch? I can't remember how he, what he ditches her with the next time. Uh, he Is it dinner? He her to like a date and just yeah, doesn't turn up. Just doesn't turn up again. It's yeah. very weird. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, so Alva doesn't come into work. The oh, next this day. is great. So oh, also, Alva they do warn him that Alva has a, ga- a gun because she lives on a dangerous side of town and has to take yeah, the yeah. route home. It isn't loaded or anything. Her brother has like borrowed it from her boss and mm. just put it in her purse. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so Alva is sick. And that's where we go to her home, and the mum's like, "You should be happy. You should go to work." She's got a she's got a very supporting mother. Yeah. I don't care if he's got a vampire who's going to kill you. You'll go to work and you'll be happy about you'll it. You'll be happy about work. Yeah. But anyway, she's like not there, and then he goes into work, and he's like, Elva, "Where's Elva?" And they're like, "Oh, she's sick." And he's like, "Oh, she's sick, is she?" So totally believe that. Yeah. So he fucking gets a cab. All the way to her house, right? Makes and brings out of it. brings a, like a little bag of soup. It's yeah, really it's gross. Like, it's like soup mix that is taken out of like a ramen bag or something. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Well, also, I did forget he does do a few things where he, he does this like really fucked up thing where he'll be like, he'll kind of like invite her into the room and be like, "No, it's okay. It's all you know what? I don't expect you to, but I want you to fucking like." He's done that before a little bit. I think there's a bit where it's like. Alfred, do you know why I've got you uh, doing this? Because she's like, oh, couldn't someone else look, for, look yeah. for it earlier on? He's like, I wouldn't ask anyone to do this. I couldn't imagine a worse job. <laughs> it's like, no one here is as low on the totem pole as you are. Oh, my God. But he goes to her house and he's like, oh, come on, Alva. Let's call a truce. Look, he taps on I the got door. You a little baggie of soup. He goes, soup. I took a, look, I soup. Took a $20 taxi here, Alva. Dude, the, dude, the soup... I wrote that down. It's like, he's like, soup. I brought soup. And he's like, I'm sorry. And and he's like, come on, let's go back to work and, and I'll I'll make it all up to you. And the whole time I'm just going, ah, don't get in the taxi, Oliver. Don't get in the taxi. Yeah. But of course she gets in the taxi. And the minute they start to drive away, he just goes, she's, she's going, oh, so I don't have to worry about the contract? He's like, well, of course you have to worry about the contract, Oliver. Yeah, so she is now trapped in this cab with this guy. That's when she realizes this, this is not good. You don't want to be trapped in a cab with the crazy motherfucker. Right. So she manages to convince him to let her off at uh, her brother's workplace. Yeah. Where she basically escapes. I don't think she gets back in the cab. No, I think she does escape technically. And she goes asking for bullets. And he's like, there's no bullets. We don't have bullets. We just scare them off with the gun. Yeah, they only have blanks. He only has blanks for the gun, which lead into... Uh, Nicolas Cage going completely crazy at the yeah. end of the film. So I think then they go they go to work and he does a lot of things. Also, we miss a great scene where he's yelling, Too late! It's too late! Okay, anyway, so we're... Oh, at- that's right. No, no, that's later when he, she finds the contract. No, 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 but not. Yeah, uh, it's not so much. He, he goes... And the whole time all this is happening, his home life has gone from bad to worse. He's, he's trashed his apartment... He's turned his couch upside down and he's using it as like a makeshift. Well, let's, let's, no, he goes insane from this day. Like this day is the one she goes to work with him. And this is when he goes fucking insane. Yeah. All right. Because he's keeping her there at night. Everyone's gone. And he's like, over, over the contract. Does she find it? Yeah, she finds it. She finds it. She finds the contract. And that's where the too late bit comes from. Because he's like, too late, Alva. It's too late. And then he chases her into a like a He chases her around room. the building and I think he chases her down to the basement. Yeah, basement. Yeah. Which is where she finally pulls the gun out on him mm. and he's like, Shoot me! Shoot me! I think he wants her to kill him. Yeah. 
And of course, she's only got blank, so she fires it and nothing happens. And he's like, I can't die. He really thinks he's a vampire at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So of course, it's like, oh yeah, here it is. It's confirmed he is a vampire. So he, I think he, he pulls her down the group and ground, and then I think he tries to bite her neck. Yes. So before this, what's happened is he went to like a magic shop, and it's this hilarious. No, no. Bit. Yeah, because he had nope. to get the teeth. Nope. I. Nope, doesn't have teeth at this point. Sure. A hundred percent. I don't. Okay. A hundred percent. Then what was he biting her with? Just his mouth. Okay. I'm so sure he gets the teeth. Can I check? Yeah. I, I was going to say. We tested it. We went We went and checked. Just like I said, he got the teeth after he's getting, he attacks Alva. How bullshit. <laughs> anyway, so he attacks Alva and he actually does have another scene where he pulls out a gun Puts, pulls out her gun, sorry. Yeah, he gets her gun off the ground, I think. Yeah, puts it in his mouth, shoots it, and he's like... Because <laughs> he, he's like, oh, I'm a Because it's another blank and he doesn't get hurt. So now we get some of the best scenes from Nick Cage. I know, right? This it whole movie. Complete, this whole from movie. From now on, it's completely off the wall because he 100% believes he's a vampire. But how, how great is this that in this movie we've been able to say, and now it, we get good scenes from Nick and Cage. I think the thing is... Uh, the whole way through, uh, he's always got his TV playing, and I think it's always a different vampire movie. There, oh, there's, yes. There's, like, bits from Nosferatu and, like, Dracula and shit. And from now on, he basically starts mimicking the different vampires he's seen. But how, how about when he's, he, after he's, like, tried to do the Alva bit, he's crying. But the way he cries, he doesn't cry like a normal human being. He goes, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Just huge heaving sobs. It's Fucking great. He also runs around New York yelling, I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! There are so many. This he is when he, he, he gets he a captures, dove. He captures a pigeon. Yeah, and he eats it. He Ew. takes it back to his place and he oh, eats it. Duck. And this is where he has like, the the only thing that's the problem with being a vampire is he doesn't have the vampire teeth, even though he's a vampire. Yeah. So uh, he goes to the local magic shop. Yeah. And there's this hilarious bit. Because this whole thing's a comedy. There's this hilarious bit. He try. He goes to buy the vampire teeth, and the guy's like, "Well, these are the best ones. It's a fiberglass. Yeah. Like you got to be careful with these because they're actually sharp." And he picks them up. He's like, "How much are they? Eighty dollars." He's like, oh, "That's okay. only twenty dollars." Oh yeah, it's like, it's it's like fifty or twenty dollars, whatever. And he's like, "Yeah. Oh okay. If you got anything cheaper, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, "Oh, there's these two dollar joke rubber ones, but you couldn't do anything with them." And he's he gets them and he puts them in. He's like, "Perfect." That's when he picks up the bird and he kills it and he's just running around and he's biting. I have at this half, he bites at us. He goes, <laughs> at I'm us. a vampire. Oh. He but, hides some light under his... And then Elva in the meantime goes home and his brother's like, what? What's wrong with you? And he gets really pissed off. Nicholas Cage gets visited again by the, the vampire chick. Yeah. Uh, this is when he decides to hit up the clubs as a vampire. And he's like... Uh, uh, just before that, though, he goes he goes into New York City during the day. He picks up, like, a, a piece of wood and walks around again, screaming his vampire and stuff. But he goes to a wall, and he talks to the wall. Or was that after he sees the, the, the chick at the nightclub? I can't remember which one comes That's first. That's after. Oh, okay. Sorry, he goes to the nightclub. Oh, no, he kills someone in a nightclub. Yeah, that's why he gets... Oh, my God. Uh, he, he's doing his whole vampire shtick in the nightclub. He finds this blonde lady, takes her in a corner, and, like bites her yeah of course the teeth get in the way so he takes them out then keeps biting her yeah so she basically starts bleeding everywhere 
Then he runs into the woman who he thinks was the vampire. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because he's like, oh, turn me back on a human. Or it's like, I'm here to serve you or something. And she's just a normal person going, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, so he leaves there. And then I think he runs around New York City a little bit. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. He runs in front of a church and he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, right? He scares some random people. I, I... I hope this was just him running around the city. <laughs> I really hope it was just him running around the city, scaring there are some really scared, people just in scaring this a whole heap of New Yorkians, and and they're just like, oh, I thought I seen everything in New York. Yeah, and he also like he picks up a just a stick and just drags it with him, but he goes to a wall as a wall of a tall building eventually. Yeah, this is where he has his last meeting with the psychologist. Well, last meeting. Yeah, you know. He's talking to the psychologist in his thing, and he's like, I'm all fine now. It was just a phase. What was it? It was like, I don't know. He's saying it's all good. Everything's yeah. fine. You know, he's happy. Like, and then it cuts back, and he's just talking to a wall, and he's covered in blood and feathers and shit. I think he's trying to tell the psychiatrist or psychologist about how she should fix her life and all this stuff, and he's like, trust me, I've got your best interest and everything like that. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, he's fucked. <laughs> he's fucked. And he, he goes back home. And then, the bro- oh, that's the thing, too. He's brought his stick with him, his broken piece of wood yeah, with think, him. I think he wants to kill himself. Yeah. So and, he's got a stake because he's a vampire. And that's when he goes back home and the brother turns up. And the brother is like, okay, you little fuck, I'm going to beat you up. And, like, he he's... And then... Nicholas Cage is like, yes, yes, and like puts the stick over him. And he's like, yes, do yes, it, do it. And do of it. the brother, like, okay, just pushes down. The brother is him. apprehensive at first. To be fair, yeah. he kind of is like, the fuck? <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And I'm not sure what part he yells this out, but I think just beforehand he says, the torturer of the damned. Yeah, I he, think he's he, like he yelling stuff out like that. Stuff. And there's a lot of wailing, just yelling, the torture of the damned. It's just, I think that's just in the city. Sorry. It's just such a wonderful film. So yeah, he, the brother eventually uh, kills him. Yeah. And that's, the end of, that's the end of Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Uh, I honestly think it's one of the best Nicolas Cage movies out there. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, it's brilliant. Of, it's some of his best acting. Mm-hmm. The movie is actually pretty good. Like, it's a dark comedy sort of thing. That's the thing. It does... It, explores the relationship, the dynamic of working in a hostile environment. Okay. I think it really does quite a good job of showing these environments and like how fucked up some people can be. And when you're stuck in it and there's nowhere to go and then people don't trust you and all that stuff. I think it's actually quite a deep movie. Yeah. (laughs) But he's not, he's just fucking psycho who's broken, which Such a good movie. There are just so many great moments in this film. There's so many moments of him doing things that you're like, what a dick. Like yeah. the poor girlfriend. He's just constantly getting stood up. Constantly getting stood up. Why is she tries him again? his best performance or my favorite performance of his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's a great. good film. Ethan, would you suggest Vampire's Kiss? I would, wholeheartedly. You would just, I also would wholeheartedly suggest Vampire's Kiss to people who enjoy good bad movies, to people who enjoy Nick Cage movies, to people who enjoy American Psycho. Yeah. You know? 
I think they would actually get something this would be out a of good it. Companion piece to American. It Soccer. really is. It's the more gritty, realistic, yeah. ugly look of American Psycho. It's it's interesting film. I I do like the author when uh, I think she was asked about it. She was asked about the film because it didn't do too well. The author of um, Vampire's Kiss. The author of Vampire's Kiss. Yes, oh, okay. from a book, and I think she said it was either a book or a screenplay. And she said, it's a mediocre movie from a mediocre book. And I really enjoyed that person's <laughs> response to her own artwork. Okay. So yeah. It's mediocre and it's a mediocre. It turned into a mediocre film. I think it was... I think it's better fantastic. than mediocre. Yeah. I, just, I just think it's such a funny, like... It's not someone being like, it's a great thing. It wasn't... It's like, mediocre, mediocre. <laughs> okay, All right. fair enough. So that's Vampire's Kiss, folks. Thank you for listening. If you could, could you please like this podcast, like this podcast and subscribe. I am too used to YouTube. Anyway, please pass around this podcast to everyone you can. Nick Cage fans, come at us. We will be doing more Nick Cage films because they're goddamn brilliant. Thanks for listening to The End of the Reel. If you know anyone else who is a fan of good, bad movies, share this podcast around to them. Sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.